The Push Podcast, people united for spina bifida and hydrocephalus. A podcast created to bring people together and to amplify the voices, stories, and abilities of our spina bifida and hydrocephalus community. B is for the people, both big and small. U is for the unity that gathers us all. S for spina bifida, H for hydrocephalus. Say the push to the world, never let them get the best of us. Hey, what's going on? My name is Danny Lamb, and I'm your host of the Push Project podcast. I was three years old when I was diagnosed with hydrocephalus, and I'm passionate about using my abilities to connect our community and to create a space for others to feel empowered to share their story. If you like what you hear and you want to hear more, please don't hesitate to subscribe, find us on Facebook and Instagram, or to be a featured guest, please email us at asongacity at gmail.com. We look forward to hearing from you. We look forward to having you. All right, and welcome back to another episode of the Push Project podcast. We're in June 2023. It's Spina Bifida and Hydrocephalus Awareness Month across Canada. It's also really two-pronged as well because Hydrocephalus Canada, of course, uh, an organization that serves both our hydrocephalus and Spina Bifida community uh, locally, nationally, uh provincially sorry in order i guess locally provincially nationally um <laughs> hydrocephalus canada is celebrating 50 years as well so there's lots to celebrate this month more than normal and a human that i've known for a long time i don't know how many years it's been but it's been a while it's been a while yeah a few years at least yeah <laughs> heck yes megan mail how you doing I'm I'm good. I'm good. hanging in there. I'm here. Yeah, good. Well, I, I said I said before we hopped on here, and I'll say it again. I just appreciate you taking the time and putting energy into doing this with me because I know I value people's energy a lot. I know, uh, you know, it it uh, it takes a you know a lot of energy that you didn't need to exert into uh to hopping on here today to to do that so um i love and appreciate it and we're gonna dive right into to all of all of the things um but first where where are you from where do you call home so i am from st Catharines, ontario canada um so born and raised and have never lived anywhere else <laughs> so this is my home yes and yeah. Might might I as well say because I'm the only one that that is looking at Zoom right now. It's a beautiful day here in Niagara, and you're outside. The birds are I chirping. Am. It's very warm today. Very beautiful. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. It uh, it is hot. The sun's starting to go down. Is it starting to get a little a little bit cooler where you are? Oh, it's still a little bit humid. Yeah. Um, but yeah, definitely a bit cooler than earlier, but. Yeah. still pretty warm heck yeah yeah heck yeah <laughs> um now there are things i knew about you before we hopped on here today because mm -hmm. as, as we say we have known each other for a little while uh yeah. but there are also things that i think are super rad that i did not know about you which is you play the drums yes i did yes, not know yes, this yes. I'm this surprised is, you're in a band this is awesome <laughs> this is so like if if you know, there, there's one more thing that connects us. Can you yes. tell us a little bit about your journey as a drummer and what sparked your interest in wanting to learn the drums? 
So I got my first drum set in 2014. Um, I was actually going through the newspaper and there was the classified ads and there was the uh, $100 and under column. And Uh. I just happened to be browsing through and I seen that someone was selling a drum set for $99. Um, and I had always, I've always been interested in music, um, and loved music. And so I was kind of like, ah, it'd be really neat to play that. And I had asked my parents, like, can I buy one? And they said, heck no. Um, and so at the time, um, I couldn't drive and my older sister could. So I called her and I said, Hey, can you drive me to this person's house? I want to buy this drum set. And I went and bought it and brought it home and behind my parents back that was my rebellious stage um and started playing them and so i signed myself up for lessons um i think i did lessons for about eight years uh with the late glenn grotto um he has since passed away but one of niagara's greatest 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 drummers um yeah so i basically did lessons every week and um yeah haven't played much recently um after having my baby but mm-hmm. i know how <laughs> mm-hmm. yeah um that's such a rock and roll story yeah <laughs> that, like mom and dad said no you get a ride yeah. to pick them up and make yeah. it happen and then they flipped out and but then they <laughs> but then supported me they never uh yeah my, my dad told me if i come home and there's drums in the house i'm gonna throw them out the window but that never happened <laughs> yeah <laughs> oh that was uh actually fun fact that was my brother's first instrument as well and i know my parents were uh they were supportive as well but mm. uh but there was definitely moments of like, what have we gotten ourselves into? It's so loud in this house. Yeah. <laughs> I can relate. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. I do. I love the drums because of course uh, it's like the, it's the heartbeat of the band. Um, yeah. It's the heartbeat of the band. And, and I've always said without a great drummer and without a, great bass player your rhythm section without those two you could have a Jimi hendrix in the band and you could still be good but you won't be as good without that heartbeat and that that rhythm just like locked in yeah the drums definitely Um, keep the time going heck yes (laughs) heck yes i've always valued the drummer and i love learning that you are a drummer it's so good (laughs) yeah the many layers of our connection hydrocephalus drums niagara so <laughs> wicked um so i have a violin as well that i bought but i've never learned how to play it so yeah yeah something to look forward to <laughs> you and i could start the because i have a violin too we could start the first ever non non violin trained band and yeah. it, it would just sound like a couple of dying cats or oh like a hundred percent, a hundred percent. It would be awful, but it would be fun. It, it, I mean, that's half the battle, right? Is are, are, yeah. are you having fun? Are we having fun? Yeah, this is fun. Okay, sweet. That goal yeah. achieved. Cool. Yeah. 
um now megan i um you weren't born with hydrocephalus correct no okay so uh i'm curious to know because uh, actually i i don't know if i've ever i don't know if i've ever had a conversation on the pod podcast to date of two years um around developing hydrocephalus whether or mm -hmm. not it's just not a conversation that's come up or not mm -hmm. but uh it's a very real thing that you can develop hydrocephalus um mm -hmm. how and when did you know that something was up so i was just starting to not feel well i was at the time i was working as a waitress mm -hmm. um and i noticed that when i was going to like carry my tray of drinks to my table um i would feel off balance and it got to the point where i'd be walking and then all of a sudden i would lose my footing and i would stumble and then catch myself um and then i started getting the headaches um and i was taking like tylenol and usually that would help but then after a while it wouldn't and the headaches would always be there and then i just progressively got um, more off balance and then just my head not feeling right and then just feeling really gross. Um, I don't know how to describe it. Um, and then I kept going to the hospital and to the emergency and they kept doing just basic blood work and everything. And they would say, no, no, you're fine. Go home. Mm -hmm. So it was a real, it took me about two months to actually get a diagnosis of you have too much fluid in your head. Um, they eventually it got to the point where I was vomiting. Um, I couldn't walk. Um, I was basically like fetal position on my couch. Um, and it wasn't until they finally did like a CAT scan that I knew or found out that I had it. Yeah. So, yeah, but originally it was just off balance, headaches, um, and then the nausea vomiting, which is not normal. <laughs> yeah. 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 Um, when you were diagnosed with hydrocephalus, when that diagnosis came through, and, and we're going to start to get into, I think, another layer to your mm. story, which is the fact that you're a nurse as well. Mm -hmm. uh, did you already know about hydrocephalus? Or... No, no, no. So at the time, I wasn't even working in healthcare. Um, so they told me, you have hydrocephalus. And I didn't even remember at the time the condition name. I just remember yeah. them saying, like explaining there's way too much fluid in your head and we're sending you to a different hospital because they have neurosurgeons and you're going to need surgery. Um, so at the time, I didn't even know what the heck the condition was. Yeah. Never had heard of it ever. Um, yeah. But then later on, uh, went on to be a nurse and learn more about it. Um, yeah. Well, I already knew about it by the time I became a nurse. Yeah. 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 <laughs> um, which I, I, I think is, if I can say, I think uh, could we, we talk a lot on the podcast and we had, it's a conversation that always comes up with regards to our hydrocephalus and spina bifida community and healthcare and some of the, some of the inequities in healthcare and, and some of the, the challenges and diagnosis mm -hmm. or things going uh, misdiagnosed or whatever. Uh, mm -hmm. And in large part, often not because of bad uh, nurses or doctors, but because of a system that is so overwhelmed 
in oh, so yeah. many different ways. Yeah. Um, can I can I ask you, because of your story in living with hydrocephalus and being a nurse, um, how how is all of those experiences shaped you as a nurse? Um, I definitely have the empathy aspect mm. uh, with or for my patients, with my patients. Mm. Um, there's a lot of nurses that work in different departments and they've never actually experienced what the patients, the, like the population they're working with. They've never gone through what the patients have gone through. But um, I have, I've been on both ends as a patient and a nurse. So um there's been times where I've, you're not supposed to share your personal life with your patients. Um, mm. They don't recommend getting personal with people, but there's been times when patients have been really having a hard time if they're newly diagnosed and they don't know much about it, or they're just really struggling and I'm their nurse. I'll just tell them like, Hey, like I have the same condition. Mm. I've been there. I've had the surgeries and they're always like, Oh, wow. Like, and it, makes them feel better because they are meeting someone that also has it and someone that is, you know, working and able to live and totally. Yeah. Yeah. So it's great in that way. Empathy for sure. Totally. Um, I love, I, I, the, 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 the word that popped into my head as you were saying that like there's pockets, there's moments where you'll, mm -hmm. you will share your story. It, it, it really is this beautiful power that you have to mm. um to to be able to to just re re um what's the word i'm looking for uh reassure reassure thank you that's yeah. the word right there reassure somebody um cuz i i know we 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 meet parents all the time on the podcast or or parents of 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 kids who are on the podcast or other humans on the podcast Mm. who wish who wish that they had that person yeah. right from the get go uh yeah. of of like it's going to be okay it's mm -hmm. you know there might be some challenges there's going to be things we maybe have to do differently or you know yeah. adjust the way we approach things but it's going to be okay it's going to be good mm -hmm. it's going to be 100% cool. yeah um and I love that. uh it's a really special cool cool thing i i uh I, 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 if I can say so, I, I love, uh, I, I, I love that you're in that position where you're, you're able to do that mm -hmm. for and with that person that just in that moment, in that one moment needs it. Um, yeah. I knew uh, that when I, when I was like finishing my nursing school that I wanted to get into an area of nursing that was like neuro and Cause I knew that's where I wanted to be because yeah. I've lived it. So, yeah. 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 Speaking of which, actually you work on the same floor as where you were when you had your surgeries. Yes. Mm -hmm. Yes. What, what um, does that mean to you? Does that. So that was kind of my nursing goal. Um, yeah. I remembered the floor that I had my surgery on when I first had my shunt put in. Um, and then after doing my schooling, we actually have our final nursing consolidation where you work for like full-time, basically unpaid for a certain yeah. amount of time. And I actually applied at the hospital 
and asked them if I could be a student there because it was out of the Niagara region. Um, and they approved me. Um, so I actually finished there. And then, uh, once I finished my nursing consolidation, they said like, once you do your exam and get your license, let us know, cause we'd love to hire you. Um, and that's what ended up happening. Um, yeah. Wow. It was, yeah, it was really awesome. <laughs> so cool. Yeah. So, so cool. Um, I want to shift gears a little bit again and okay. come to uh, family. I know mm -hmm. you've got a wee what Tell us about your, your newborn. So I have, she's 10 months now. She's almost a toddler. Wow. Um, yes, I have a daughter, uh, Lily, cool. and she's keeping us on our toes. <laughs> 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 yeah, so definitely keeps me going um, through all of the health issues. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, I see she... She's she's starting to get uh, versed early on in the realm of drumming as well, isn't she? Yeah, I brought my drums or my snare drum out and let her bang around on it and just to see what she would do and get her playing with it and see That's what would so happen. Wicked. And yeah, it was pretty cute. She was banging on it for a little while. <laughs> yeah. 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 Um, Would love for her to get into music and, and uh, find some way. <laughs> so good so good yeah. i know i have a bias to it but i that that would be awesome to see as well yeah. um <laughs> can i can i ask uh in terms of lily family in general family and mm -hmm. friends you you had mentioned uh yeah why and how is family and friends your biggest form of inspiration in life in life well right now um just after recovering from my surgeries it's been a rough okay. recovery um, and my family, uh, they've been there so like, I'm so close to them. Yeah. Um, but they definitely obviously have my best interest at heart. Um, so they've been taking to me all, uh, taking me to all my appointments and they're just my, um, encouragement, I guess when I have really rough days, they're, you know, checking in on me and telling me you know, like maybe you should do this and, you know, try to get out and trying to yeah. keep me positive. Um, so I'm not always focusing on the negative side of recovery yeah. from surgery. Um, and then having the little one, like I said, like mm -hmm. she's the reason why I have to get out of bed every morning because I have a child to care for and it's just, yeah, fun to watch her grow and learn and keeps me on my toes. <laughs> <laughs> so distraction Heck um yeah. but yeah family definitely they're the ones kind of rooting me on and getting me to keep going like mm. and stay positive positive, mm. 100 <laughs> um speaking of positive uh i know even to the very present there's been some health health stuff going on that mm -hmm. has not been the easiest to navigate, uh, which no. I would imagine having Lily family, good friends, that support has been that much more, that much more necessary. Uh, can I ask what's going on? So actually just after the new year this year, mm -hmm. um, I started getting the headaches, um, and 
again, they weren't going away when I was taking Tylenol and, um, I ended up getting checked out and it turned out that my shunt was blocked. So I ended up in the hospital in January and had a shunt revision there. And then, um, my incision on my head, it started to open up and Mm. wouldn't heal properly. So again, in March, um, I went back into the hospital and I was there with, um, an infected wound basically on my head. Um, so they put Mm. in another shunt and then within a day that one got blocked. And so they put in another one. Um, and then that one, the tubing, of the shunt that goes down into my abdomen. Um, when they stitched me back up, it got kinked somehow. Uh-huh. Um, so within 24 hours again, they had to go back in and put in a new shunt. So within the three days I had three surgeries, um, in March. So, oh. so far I've had four so far this year. <laughs> um, uh, so, yeah, yeah, yeah. and then, uh, recovery wise, um, I've just had double vision now and I've got my sunglasses because I'm yeah. very sensitive to the light yeah. um, and then I ended up get, um, developing Bell's palsy which I'm kind of recovering from right now yeah. um, my face wasn't moving so well um, but seems to be better now yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so it's yeah. been a rough go but trying to stay positive and heal up as best I can <laughs> heck yeah heck yeah, yeah. Um... Firstly, again, thank you for sharing, sharing that. And and no thank you problem. for being open, open to it. Because I, I know I will forever and always say I, I know how, uh, how much energy and, and how, how, how much it takes to be so vulnerable and, and share those, share those uh, things that are uh, oh, so current right now, not just mm-hmm. the thing, thing of the past, but yeah. very very current and and um it is it is one of the things with with uh with you know across our community is mm-hmm. everybody's got different things to their story but i think one of the similarities is is when things are good they're good and then all of a sudden they cannot be they're um, not yeah yeah i um, had gone I had my original shunt put in in 2008, so yeah. I was fine for 14 years. Yeah. And then, so everything was good and really good, <laughs> and then it yeah. wasn't. So <laughs> yeah. you got your ups and downs. Yeah. For sure. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Megan, thank thank you again for sharing all that, and and uh, I know it's been a little while, and I'm sorry that it's been a while. Uh, mm-hmm. I know you're doing your thing over here. I'm doing my thing over here. And yes. I know we'll connect in person again someday. Oh, for some, sure. Somewhere, <laughs> sometime. It's a matter of when. Um, mm-hmm. Maybe starting that violin choir of... Yeah. of, of... <laughs> Let's do it. It'd be awesome. <laughs> um, I did, if it's okay with you, I have one more thing that I, I just wanted to ask before we, we say peace for today anyways. Um, mm-hmm. as, as again, as I said, uh, at the top of, of our chat today, uh, this marks 50 years of hydrocephalus Canada and 50 years of, of hydrocephalus Canada serving both our hydrocephalus and spine bifida community, uh, provincially, nationally, 
globally even. Um, Mm -hmm. Can you tell us, how has the work of Hydrocephalus Canada had a positive impact on your life? Oh, they've been so great. Um, So like I said, when I was first diagnosed, uh, I had no idea what Hydrocephalus was, had never heard of it. Um, And obviously very scary to be given this diagnosis. Um, So I was actually doing a good old Google search on the internet um, Mm -hmm. and I came across their website. So I ended up contacting them and just asking them like, Hey, what are you guys about? Um, I'm newly diagnosed. Um, So they were great. They sent me information packages about the all about hydrocephalus and so that was a big learning thing for me um and then they actually connected me with other people like yourself um in the community and so i could actually meet people in person and share our stories our experiences um and then went on with another member to create a support group in the Niagara region. And we ran that for a little while. Um, so yeah, just basically being able to actually meet people and talk to them and share and know that you're not the only one out there. Um, and they're just so abundant in the information that they have for people. Um, so very reassuring hundred (laughs) percent. Heck yeah. yeah. Um, I don't think I've ever said to you either, uh, you put in a lot of great work with the support group and with everything you created here in Niagara. And I know I said I was going to show up more than I actually showed up. And I'll just call myself out there publicly uh, <laughs> right now. Um, but I just want to say you did a lot of a lot of really great, great work. And uh, and it, it really the times that I did show up and I was there for mm-hmm. uh, gatherings when we were having dinner or yeah any of the meetups that we that i I was at it really was incredible to uh, i always love meeting people across our community but oh yeah it it just is different when it's it's in your you know we're all from niagara this is kind of cool (laughs) i was blown away i was like are you kidding me there's actually other people that live around me that have this yeah it's like it's amazing yeah 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 heck yeah yeah um well thank you thank you and uh, thank you, Hydrocephalus Canada. Um, yeah, 100%. Thank you. <laughs> and, uh, and and heck yeah. Anyways, Megan, again, thank you so, so much for taking the time today. Um, keep rocking. Yes. Thank you for having me. Mm, this is great. My pleasure. <laughs> happy, uh, happy June Awareness Month of Hydrocephalus and Spina Bifida. And uh, Megan, we'll see you again soon. Yes. See you soon. Take care. (laughs) See you. Bye. Bye.